Did you see? Yeah, I see what. The the like, you talking about, sir? Me? What? Oh, PlayStation Five. Yeah. Oh yeah, I peeped it. I'm. I. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Uh, I might get it. I don't know. It might cost, it might cost like seven hundred dollars. See, that's you know. why. I, if it's seven hundred dollars, <laughs> my ass ain't getting that shit. Because <laughs> they really like, surprised. I'd be very surprised. It should be like five hundred. That's, that that's the most I'm willing. That's the most I'm willing to pay for it. Five hundred. It right. can't be more than that. Honestly, I might just hold on to my PlayStation for like another couple of years, for real, for real. Yeah, you still got a lot of good games for it. I say it, it works just fine. So, I mean, but I gotta play Miles. I gotta play Miles Morales, dude. I got to. I got they, to. They, they were <laughs> smart about that. They were like, hmm, this seems like the right time. I was like, no, don't do this to me. No. Like, they'll eat up a black man character right about now, won't they? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so ready for it to be whack. Just opened up with GTA 5. I was like, oh, this is whack. I don't have to buy this. You <laughs> 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 showed Miles. I was like, yeah. I'm like, like oh, they got me. They got my money already. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Uh, let me get this shit started. <laughs> Welcome. To another episode of Between You and Me, the podcast. I'm the podcast. The potty boy, potty to mm-hmm. hottie. Anyone? Just me. From potties to hotties. Pot, potty to hottie, because like Scotty to hottie like was a WWE. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Mark, I don't know what you just said. Oh my god, you're the code. <laughs> Turn them off. No. What the fuck? I'm talking into the mic. You froze. It was both of you too for a second. Oh no. You Hello? Good, you good. You good. You, you can good. hear me now? Yes, sir. I can yeah. hear you now, Verizon nigga. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear someone <laughs> kicking your router. My bad. Man. <laughs> <laughs> if I start sounding like. If I start sounding like a, like a robot again, just let me know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm joined by Mark the non narc because he don't snitch, boy. <laughs> don't quote me on that. You might be disappointed one day, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> don't come uh, to him with that confidential information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined <laughs> by Paul. Well, we had hey. a little backstory on that nickname too, bro. Hey, that good of a backstory. Get it's out really of here. Not. It's really trash, <laughs> Let it bro. remain a mystery. That's fair. That's, I, was, I used to call him Paul Ibanez because Raul Ibanez <laughs> was a baseball player. Oh my god! For the Phillies, so I used to flip it anyway. I'm also joined by. My cat. Oh. Hiya. And can you see right here, right here, right over here, right there? Yeah, y'all can't see can the point if y'all listening. But y'all can feel it. <laughs> this lovely lady next to me, my girlfriend. Hey. Hello, hey, hey. guest. <laughs> we have a special guest today. So, today's party, we're talking about our favorite comedy TV shows. Now, this is Mark's uh, brainchild, so I'm going to let him explain. Or I'm going to let him take the wheel 
today. You want to take? Oh, they gonna take man, Captain, man, Captain, I don't know if I'm ready to take the wheel. This is a lot of responsibility. Amen. But I'll try my best. Um, so today we're gonna talk about comedy shows, like Elijah said. But I just I wanted to make it a little bit more interesting than usual. Um, than just talking about like shows in general. So this is gonna be a this is gonna be a hot take episode. And when I say that, I mean I'm gonna give a hot take that that is something that I believe. Um, and then we're gonna kind of use that to talk about the different shows. And at the end of the, at the end, after we're done talking about the shows, then uh, you guys can tell me whether or not you agree with what my take was. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the idea is, if we all end, if we end up agreeing with my take, then we have to post it somewhere. All right. Okay. Okay. So for this episode about comedy shows. I believe as far as main as far as main comedy shows anyone watches, um, there are only five types. They all fit into five different types of comedy shows. Yeah, um, I think sitcoms are completely unoriginal nowadays, and this this is basically all that there is. So first, first most prevalent, I'm gonna go with uh, workplace comedies. I'm talking about The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Thirty Rock, that type of show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I, I love most of these shows. I mean, I don't really watch The Office that much, but as far as the other ones go, I, I absolutely love these shows. Like, I think they're so funny, especially because, like, I feel like today, being, um, being millennials and the workplace is just the most annoying place to deal with people. Because you end up having to deal with a whole bunch of fucking people that you would never see or talk to any other time. And you have to somehow get along and coexist with these human beings, and just watching people make jokes about it—it's just—it's just great. Um, of course, I vibe with the office. Uh, wifey here just got done telling me she thinks I'm a, I'm addicted to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed. He, he, I'm obsessed. He's telling me he watches like every episode, well, some episodes every night. Before I go to, it's my warm milk. Oh, it's your bedtime story. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I so. I, Michael and I lived with Casey, and she watched so many episodes of The Office that, like, we knew when every 23 minutes passed because we would hear the theme song again. Like, <laughs> how is the theme song starting again every 23 minutes? Like, it's, like, it's like an alarm clock for every 23 minutes. <laughs> and then you oh. wouldn't hear the rest of the episode, just the theme song. <laughs> also, Parks and Rec is dope, too. Not even gonna hold you. For the mm-hmm. longest time, I was a Parks and Rec hater. Only reason why I hated it is because people hated The Office, and I said, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> but then you I guys are outside, you cave people. <laughs> <laughs> We're civilized. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying, fam. But then one day I sat down and watched it. I said, hey, man, I can't let niggas know I fuck with it. But you got to keep it quiet. I will say, Parks and Rec, I always knew it as that show that Chris Pratt came from. Mm. <laughs> and, never, and never actually watched it until recently. Um, I actually didn't finish Parks and Rec. Like, um, we binged The Office and then we watched Parks and Rec, and it was good. But I'm not going to lie, after a full binge of The Office, I just couldn't, I couldn't help thinking, like, this is just The Office outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, workplace comedies are kind of like integral to our country. You know, we spend most of our life at work, so naturally we want to 
be able to, you know, laugh at the expense of office shenanigans. Um, uh, oh. 30 Rock was the first of the ones that you listed that I ever watched. Um, I had never been a big fan of The Office. Um, after I watched 30 Rock for the first time, I went to Parks and Rec. And honestly, have kind of been on like an endless loop going back and forth. Yeah, like I think it's it's funny because like I think these workplace comedies really like up upsell like the idea that when you go to work, you see a bunch of ridiculous characters, like, and they just make the ridiculous characters that you work with even more ridic ridiculous. Yeah. The annoying person is now like literally the most ridiculous human being, most intolerable human being that you've ever been around. And I think they really work to play that up. So, okay, so that's the first category. Um, the second category, um, besides workplace comedies, I'm gonna say finding yourself in the city comedy. Uh, I think these are like friends, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, <laughs> where some where some main character goes to the city and they just have and hilarity ensues because for some reason they're not from the city or some shit like that happens. And you can see them find themselves with a group of friends, um, basically for an entire show. And they never really do anything, but they just kind of just live around in the city. Well, you actually just, well, I didn't, but Anya just got um, done watching Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. So she can be uh, my rep for that type of show. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've watched the first two episodes of Breakable Kimmy Schmidt with Michael a lot. <laughs> it's like... It, the show starts off really funny, and I, I mean, it probably stays funny. I just don't watch any more of it ever. Anya, how how is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt to you? I like watching white people do stupid stuff so I can laugh at them. Hey. hey. I mean, white people do <laughs> stupid stuff basically to every category when you get into it. So the next two ones, Horrible Drinking Buddies slash Doing Nothing Comedy, which is basically just always sunny in Philadelphia where they just like do the most fucked up things and they just kind of, nothing happens. It's just like, it's basically like watching Adult Spongebob and like it seems like to me where it's just like stupid <laughs> shit happens for an episode and then at the end of the episode it's like, all right, I'm going to start again and have more stupid shit happen. Nothing happens. I mean, I don't watch that show all the way through at all. Yeah, it's definitely, like, irreverent. Um, I think in the more recent seasons, they've kind of, like, found a way to follow a narrative. And I think it's because, like, they're running out of shit to do. I mean, this show's on the air since 2005, and it's still going. Um, but, like, what kind of, that was, under, like, the drinking irreverent one? Yeah, that was a, that was a horrible drinking slash doing nothing comedy. Which I also oh, yeah, put in that same category. That was perfect. Literally the show about milk. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> perfect description. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch that show. Like I watched like maybe like eight episodes of it. It just doesn't do anything it, to me. It, it uh, kind of seems. I mean, from what I've seen, it always seems like it's a very like of the time type comedy. Like I feel like people who watch Seinfeld love Seinfeld, but. I would not be surprised a lot of people go to it now and they don't find it as enjoyable as they as other people did. Yeah, I couldn't vibe with it. But I also yeah, the girl like half episodes, so I don't know. But it's Seinfeld. Classic. My ass cheek, boy. When I was looking over today's outline, I realized I wasn't much into like 
I don't know. I'm a funny ass nigga, but shit, I don't really be in the comedy like that. I don't even know why. Nice, <laughs> nice brag over there. <laughs> Yo, I'm funny as shit, but your shows ain't it. I think I kind of I'll get into that at the end, but I feel as though there are just certain comedies that like become transcendent, like Friends or like The Office, mm. and then the other ones kind of just exist. I feel like. Understood, yeah. And then, like, everyone tries to, like, recreate what was, pop- like, the like the couple popular ones to different levels of, of success. I mean, we haven't talked about Space Force at all, and obviously that's a future episode, but, like, it's, again, one of those things where I feel like you're in the shadow of another comedy show that everyone's trying to recreate. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, everyone gets on Nickelodeon and Disney for creating the same show every time, but, you know, it's... <laughs> we, we do it in our adult shows, too. The next one's the family slash I um slash hot wife comedy one, which literally there have been a million of. If you ever watch Nick at Night ever, these are all the shows. Like yeah. like George L- Lopez, any King of Queens, like any any of those shows, like and they, they, there's just feels like they just come out like a million of uh, a million of them come out at once. Like I remember like well, turning on like Fox or something and be like season three of this new co- of this comedy show is coming out. I'm like how is it that I've never seen this comedy show, yet I feel like I've already seen this show before? Like, I know this show. <laughs> so are we including, like, like, uh, like, because, like, I kind of think of those shows, like, the, pretty much the comedian has his own sitcom type of show. Like, him and his family type of deal. It's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things where, like, the comedian is funny already. Like, people like the comedian, and they're like, now let's just see his life. Like, what would him living his life be like? But it's and not it's, even his life. It's like a scripted version of hypothetical yeah. scenarios. Like, <laughs> he's somehow acting out skits that he's done in his comedy special. But yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. For, for the most part, yeah, but then you watch something like Full House, and you see this guy like uh, Danny Tanner, you're like, oh man, this nigga just a, a, a working white man with a nice family, don't curse, and then you watch the Bob Saget stand up, dick, 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 dick. Yo, You're like, Bob Saget is wild. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he's, a wild, he's a wild man. A wild guy. That's a, that nigga more wild than the Thornberries. But I will say, <laughs> I will say Family Matters was that shit too growing up. I don't know if y'all watched that shit. You ever watch Family Matters? Man, that was my shit growing up. And the little girl walked up the stairs and never came back down. <laughs> I some pretty oh, some fucking scary stairs. Bro, <laughs> Family Matters and The Fresh Prince are the two shows that just switched mothers and said, figure it out, nigga. Yep. <laughs> you guys are gonna out like me, but I didn't watch either of those shows. <laughs> they were like, black women are hard. <laughs> Like, they were like, what? These shows can't, you can't just replace people and act like we're not going to notice. Facts. And they like one throwaway line where they're like, wow, you don't look the same now. Right. And they just keep right. going and act like it never happened. And, and, and Paul, I would get on yeah. your case, but I'm not because like there's so many shows out there to watch. So if you don't watch two of them, big whoop. You feel me? Like there's so much stuff out there to watch. Like, and that's why I don't give up. People say, you never watched that before, nigga. Oh. Literally. Oh. Just because oh. that's the 1927, my guy. So sorry if I haven't watched 
two shows. Fuck out of here. I, I feel like that. I mean, that's part of the point of like why I brought this up is that like it's very interesting that like comedy shows there are so many of them yet like they just kind of get funneled down into like very predictable categories. I feel like. Yeah. Like it's very. It feels very rare that anyone tries to like truly break a mold. Not that they have to. Like there are plenty of funny shows that don't break molds. Like you can be mm-hmm. like, you can be just like a regular show that has done something that's been done a million times and you just do it really well and it's still hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. I think of like. That's what I think about when it comes to like, um, like the socially con like the, the last category, which is a socially conscious like irreverent, irreverent animated shows. Like South Park, um, like like BoJack Horseman, Rick and Morty. Like a lot of these shows are like South Park has been doing this thing for a long time. I think about like The Simpsons. That's been doing it even longer. I was but, like, see, yeah. I would put them in different categories because I feel like the animated stuff, animated stuff. If I I treat it like anime. Like yeah, it's all technically anime, but like they have different genres within that because like. I don't even put BoJack in the same category as the South Park. Like, South Park, to me, is more like Family Guy, American Dad. Like, the more, like, we're going to recreate stuff that you saw in real life, but, like, put a funny twist on it. Um, Like, that's... I put that in its own category. Like, I wouldn't even put those in the same thing, to be honest. I I, I kind of disagree. I feel like, for me, South Park is very socially conscious. Um, it is. I do. I do, I do it, but it is also very topical. You're, you're right. They do. They do recreate things that have already happened in real life. That's especially since they make the show in a week. So like literally, it's a week later. You're seeing stuff that just happened last week. Um, yeah. And that's like getting into kind of getting into like the end of this like little discussion there. I just want to say like there are a lot of shows that I think mix together categories, like. I think you can argue like Family Guy is just a combination of that like animated show and the family show. Like they're just, it's just those two categories put together. Like it feels like there are a lot of shows that like kind of like straddle between things. Like I would say Friends is like a combination of finding yourself in the city and also terrible, horrible people, horrible drinking buddy comedy. Like, cause they're kind of shitty people. <laughs> Not gonna lie. No. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite genre of comedy show, though? If you had to pick one, yeah, all the other ones got snapped away by Thanos. I think it just goes down to the workplace comedy ones. It's just like, I mean, I started, um, Michael and I have been watching 30 Rock. We finished watching it. And I think it's just like a perfect example of like, just it's just quick and zany. And it just feels relatable because you spend so much of your time at work. What would you uh, snap away? What would you, one, you said, which one was my favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? I mean, I would go on workplace comedies, but what about what would you? What about sketch comedies like that? Like, like Dave Chappelle, like Chappelle show, Chappelle show, PM Peel, uh, what Crank Yankers back on like old South Park days. I don't know if it was sketch comedy per se, but like, you know what I'm saying, or or oh. improv comedy like Whose Line Is It Anyway or Wild and Out. So I guess when I was making this list, I was thinking more sitcom. Mm, okay. So I think that's why I, I didn't have those in there. But yeah, that's a good point. Those are those are comedy shows as well. I'm more into the, the family comedy. Like uh, King of Queens, they're my, it's my favorite. I still watch it sometimes. Um, it's funny because I feel like, like with those comedies, I've only ever seen individual episodes. I've never watched any of them all the way through. Right. 
those are the shows that like you watch an episode you're like why don't i watch this more and then like and you just don't watch it afterwards yeah. <laughs> michael what about you um well i have like like the first one that really stood out to me that i felt like broke the mold of all of like the uh categories you brought up the golden girls it's like they're not young people finding themselves they're like 60 you know they're not family they're just friends who happen to like end up in the same place they're not in workplace it's certainly not irreverent and so it's just like you know it was one the funniest fucking show i've ever watched and it's like it's none of those things mm. Well, right. So it's like, I'm, I'm you know, at, there are big players that now. aren't in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my categories now, and I will admit that does kind of break my scale here. That breaks oh. your and, <laughs> and I only mention it because that's like one of my, you know, favorite situation comedies. And it's like, if I wanted to go off that and have to get rid of all the other categories, well, like, I guess I'm getting rid of all of them. Um, but, like, some of my favorites, like, are the family-oriented ones, like, Full House was a classic, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, Malcolm in the Middle is another okay. great one for me. Uh, I'll give you that for, like, give Everybody Hates Chris would also fit into that Everybody category. Hates yeah. Chris, yes. yes. Great show. And that's what, that's kind of my thing, is that, like, things don't need to be completely original to be good, um, because there are plenty of shows that are just not original that are still entertaining, um, because they, because the way they execute it's different, um, but I will admit, the Golden Girls are a major oversight. I actually have a couple counterexamples for myself, but I was going to see if you guys named them, because I wasn't going to name them until after you guys tore apart my argument or not. King of the Hill, by the way, is another great one. Like, we kind of always talk about the Simpsons, Family Guy, but King of the Hill is another fucking big one. Man, I don't even know if this is going to count, but I'm going to toss this shit in here. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Team Hunger Force? Okay. No. Hood, G. That's the one with the meatball and the and the drink, right? No. The fries. It's, fries. it's when you knew you stayed up too late watching Tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> You're that like, all right. Bro, that shit would come on like what, 12 in the morning? Me and my brother were sitting next to each other eating crackers and shit. It's on, it's on, it's on. Because after Team Hunger Force would come on, uh, it would be like bleach and like maybe like in your washer or some shit and you'd be like all right all right yeah, Time yeah. i never even saw that last that in your washer show it was just a show that never came on like tsunami <laughs> would always be like and come next is this and i'd be knocked i, <laughs> I never saw that show and you watch it on netflix i don't know if you care to watch it it put me to sleep low-key i got 20 episodes and i said oh. while we're on this <laughs> animated topic my favorite is the animated stuff. I'm standing by it. It does, it's in a medium. I feel like for comedy, it's in a medium that actually allows comedy to flourish because you're able to put your characters in all these wacky scenarios. 
Um, but you're able to like, yeah, yeah, you have your family guys where it's like purely for comedy purposes. But then like Mark said, like you can go to Bojack, which is like more, it's funny, but the show, the show's not just relying on the humor. Um, it, there's a lot of other topical stuff in that show that keeps you watching more while still laughing at the stuff that they're doing like throughout the show. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I just, I'm constantly surprised by the animated stuff. Like, I feel like I'm always seeing something different within this same realm of stuff. And, and to your point, it kind of goes back to our Avatar discussion when we compared the show to the movie mm-hmm. in terms of when you're watching something animated, you have more leeway when it comes to facial expressions. Because um, yes. sometimes the facial expressions makes, makes or breaks a moment. Like, there's been times yeah. I rewinded a, a, a part just because of the facial expression was so fucking funny. I- I mean, with the comedy, like, like, it's it, that isn't especially true. Like, I think about that Avatar moment where, like, he shows up on Kyoshi Island and, like, heard the guy's mouth starts foaming and stuff. And it's like, how are you gonna do that in real life? Like, that's just something you can only animate. Like, it's just so fucking funny. You just be um, worried if you saw that in real life. <laughs> all right. So I think after, I'm, I was gonna say, so another show that I think kind of breaks the mold besides Golden Girls is um. A show that I've only watched half of, but I really enjoyed when I was watching it, is uh, The Good Place. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard or, or seen that show before. Um, it's essentially like, it's essentially like someone, like this woman, like at the beginning of the show, she dies. Um, mm-hmm. And she goes to heaven. And it's basically just like talking about what heaven is and all that. It's, and it's just, it's a humorous show that like kind of pokes fun of like what the afterlife is going to be like. And it's interesting too because she she said she was a shitty person in her life, uh, and she ends up going to heaven. And she feels like the joke is that it was a mistake. Like she wasn't supposed to be there, and she's mm-hmm. trying to pretend like she's a good person so that people don't kick her out of heaven, essentially. Yeah. And it's it's pretty funny um, from what I've seen. And it gets and from what I've seen, like there are twists in it that are pretty fucking real. Um, and interesting. I think it's another one of those shows that doesn't just rely on the comedy. Um, and I don't think it fits any of those, doesn't really fit any of those categories that I mentioned. Um, okay. Okay. I'm looking it up right now because I have not seen this show. I, it's on Netflix, I think. See, I never, um, oh shit, it's on Hulu. Cool. So I remember my teacher telling me about this show called Barry. Um, I don't know, it might break your mold, but I, I've never watched the episode, but I've been meaning to. So essentially, what Barry is, is a hitman who was sent to take out this actor, but ends up being a part of the same play that the actor that he's trying to take out is in, and then he falls in love with acting. So I guess it's like, it's like a dichotomy of, damn, I'm trying, I gotta assassinate this nigga, but acting's fucking fun, bro. <laughs> So I know that's on Hulu. I gotta watch it so I can give you a more uh, in-depth take on it. But it's different when it's on. I mean, I think um, I sent. It's funny though because I sent my my reasonings and everything to Tim, and uh, he actually that was like the, that was the one show that he was like, I think this breaks it. Um, oh, that was his one. Mm-hmm. So I will amend. So after hearing these like counter exist um, counterpoints and stuff, I will amend to. My sentence from all comedy shows fit into five different categories to 90% of comedy shows fit into five different categories, and that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. It's all good. Um, so, in conclusion, 
I was hoping someone would finish that for me. I didn't have a conclusion, honestly. I just All right. So now that you've heard my amended hot take, do you agree with it or do you think that I'm bullshit? The 90% fits in the five categories? Yes, and that's okay. No, why? Because you're full of shit. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like adding chaos. Um, I mean, sure. I, I, like, it's weird. Like, the, I have, I, like, when you sent this over to us, I realized I didn't really watch that many, like, comedy shows. Like, when I'm, like, more like the live stuff. Like, as far as, like, uh, like, the live action stuff that I actually did watch was, like, George Lopez, Bernie Mac show. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, like it was very like more the family dynamic but then once the anime and stuff started coming out like family guy was like a big push for me as it was for like a lot of people um i don't know that just really opened it up to me because like family guy didn't do it really didn't really do it that well but the shows like like bob's burgers i like a lot like Mm -hmm. it has a weird use of humor where like it's not it's like the old family shows where it's about the family it's not like uh, these crazy scenarios like Family Guy puts you in, but the family just being a family is funny, you know? Mm-hmm. And because they're able to put them in more like animated situations, so you get to, you get a little more leadway. I feel like it's just more, I feel like the situations are just more creative and more interesting. And like the character moments stand out a little more. Like, but the Burning Mac show was a big one for me where like they had a lot of cool lessons in there. And it was weirdly progressive. For when it came out, I was I rewatched that like a year ago. I was like, wow, this show was kind of progressive for the time. Like it, it had a lot of cool stuff in there. And Bernie Mac was surprisingly progressive for for like comedians back in the day. So it was cool. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm with I'm with Paul. I was talking to uh, Wifey about it earlier. I, I realized I don't really watch as many TV shows as I thought I did. Like I think we're both more like movie people, so. Like, but talking about this definitely like reminded me of the many shows that I have come across in my 24 years of life. It's, I was gonna say it's funny because it's like a lot of shows you don't actually watch, but you somehow have seen them in commercials or something, and you're like, I know what you're about, but I've, yeah. I've never actually seen you. And you know, you know, it's like that. It's like those kids that you go to school with that you're like, I'm pretty sure I know you, but I don't know you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Facts, facts, facts. I need to get whether or not you guys have ratified my statement or not. Uh, both you, Elijah, and Catherine. I mean, shit. Nigga, you 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 originally said three out of four. Now you, uh, you you said it fit in the five categories. Now it's ninety percent fits in. So I'm like, I don't know, because you threw in a number. <laughs> you know how you know I'm dyslexic, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> um. I mean, I will I will admit that most comedy shows are very, very similar. Really, everything is... Uh, fuck it, yes, I agree. Fuck it. It's cool. Yes. I badgered <laughs> you until you agreed with me. Because you thought it was I was like, he's a math major. I should agree. <laughs> what about you, Kat? Yeah, I agree, too. See? Nice, short, and sweet, and to the point there. All right, Michael. Okay. Uh... I'm not sure I can give that to you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me full of shit. Yeah, I'm just kidding. 
Well, why are you gonna sit on that hill by myself? What do you mean, why? Uh, Catherine got short, sweet, to the point, but now I have to explain myself. (laughs) Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. All right. Well, I still got four out of five, so I'm going to take that as ratified, approved. No, that's a three out of five. Paul did not give that to you. Paul didn't give give it to you. I I, I feel like he did. That Paul, you're not going to go. so many words. I was just like, I think that's agreement. I'm just going to take it. <laughs> um, shit. I, I guess, nigga. I, I don't know. All I know is there's a lot of shows out there that we don't even know about. So, I mean, honestly, I could probably come across a show within a week like, that nigga Mark was wrong. Yeah, that's why. That's why I couldn't give it to him. Yeah. Yo, Mark, you're losing it, dude. That's too much of a leap to me. You can't say any hot take if any, (laughs) if you're gonna be like, oh, well, technically, there's this one longer than DJ. So, my question is, so this is the point that I have to make, and if you if you disagree, then you disagree with this. The next comedy show that you find on Netflix. I will give you a 90% chance that that show will fit into one of these categories. Do you think that's true or not? You're full well, shit, Mark. Because you know <laughs> exactly. That's much, that's much <laughs> different than the other thing. Yeah, that's so specific. You know you're going to post Netflix up and you're going to see Black as Fuck and you're going to be like, damn, this is exactly what Mark was talking about. I wow. did watch that. Because you changed up the argument like 18 times. <laughs> it was a yeah. lot <laughs> That's why he's cool shit. A, it's the same argument, made it in a different way. No, 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 no. This, so, this is like classic sore loser Mark. This is not <laughs> sore loser Mark. This is the, literally the exact same argument, just stated differently. Well, you know the next, you know the next time show you see will fit into one of these categories without a doubt. I don't know, brother. Oh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll admit it. You took an L? It's a low But case. I think I've lost the wrong reason. That's all right. The fact that you took the hot take sand is good enough. You, we should do you a hot take. Don't think that one of you guys are going to be on this stand, and I'm going to be just as I'm gonna be just as cruel. I will okay. watch you. <laughs> I'll take the hot take <laughs> next. Don't worry, brother. It's all good. You, you saw me argue with Elijah. I take my hot takes, man. Yeah, Paul don't give a <laughs> That's what I was Unpopular about. opinion. Yeah. All right, let me, let me do this outro. We got a minute 30. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Thank side you. note. Anyone that says unpopular opinion always says the most fucking popular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Elijah. Outro. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Between You and Me. Uh, appreciate the support. You feel me? Uh, we have some good band today. Some good banta. Some guys. Follow us on Twitter at Between the Letter You and Me Too, like the poo. Follow us on Facebook at our Facebook fan page at Between You and Me. We have an Instagram. What is it? Between You and Me official? Yes. Yes. YouTube channel is here, but we just ain't got videos on that shit yet. <laughs> working on it. We're working on it. Um, yeah. Uh, there once was a man from Peru. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna close on that. <laughs>